everybody. Hello. Here with the three B fellers. That's us. Two of the three. Yeah, Chris and Josh are here, and we're going to talk about how shitty our waterfowl season has been, and also other things that suck, but uh, <laughs> like endless <laughs> But first and foremost, <laughs> but first and foremost, for sure, this this year's season's been uh, pretty whack. Uh, the drought plus global warming plus fuck. I mean, like you name it. It was like what the fuck a bad year. It's just been strange places that we go that typically are packed full of ducks. No ducks. Yeah. Where's duck at? Where duck? Where duck? You come here, duck. <laughs> that, yeah, we uh, we're not PC, so we can say that. Uh, but that this year, like, it's funny because December twenty third, we floated the Monoxy. And that late in the year, not only are we normally seeing five to 25, 30 packs of common mergansers everywhere, it's normally what we're shooting at, but also green wing teal just should not be around. And uh, we we shot one, uh, my buddy Matt shot one of them. Uh, I jumped another 10 of them. Uh, the eagles were chasing them around and like bumped 10 out from underneath of a, a down tree. But I was like, there's no way. Like when I we shot the first, and it was like, oh, a straggler, and then I jumped ten of them, and I was at for a split second, I thought that can't that could have been teal. What was that? But I could hear him like beep 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 yeah, going away from me. I'm like, cool, no that, way. That's like, cool. and it it is the only silver lining that I can see that I actually read in an article recently was with the studies that have been done, like Ducks Unlimited or maybe it was Delta, but they they believe that. <laughs> within the next five years here and across the United States, we could start seeing different species concentrated together in areas that normally were just flyby states for the migration, which is pretty cool. If we could start getting more mallards, teal later, stuff like that, I mean, that's pretty wicked. Even getting a a big group of pintails down. Yeah, that would be sweet. Well, in our area, because they pass down to the the – the bay and the water, but redheads or bluebells and some of these little local ponds that people get that aren't on golf courses, <laughs> you know, but we're even places that we go that we at least maybe not get shots at them, but that we see ducks. We're not even seeing them. You came to the spot, our honey hole with us. We had a couple fly by. I think our setup was a little weird. We tried putting some geese out with us, but normally we at least see stuff or hear stuff and it was just dead. Yeah, I was surprised and not. It was it was a little bit chillier that morning. Yeah, and I was surprised we didn't even hear a goose see a goose. Like it was yeah nothing. So we oh. typically clean up on geese there too. Yeah, Josh. Yeah. Josh has gone that spot more for geese than I have, and they they kill them. And the ones that we get out there are big ones. They're, they're yeah. the residents coming off of that yeah. uh, quarry that's not real far away. Uh, but it's just been it's been a weird year. Uh, for for deer, for me, I didn't kill a deer yet this year. I'm hopefully tomorrow. I'm going to go out with this storm coming in, see what happens. Yeah. So, well, ironically, this year the Chesapeake Bay got an early push with that late November cold snap that we did get, and what ended up happening was we we have had some good hunts on the bay uh, with my buddy Chuck this year, but um, he so we're hunting out of Haverter Grace. He actually went down. All these birds were there for a couple of weeks. He took one day, went to check Essex. So he went down, went out to Hartmiller. Or, or he was at Pleasure Island. Like, he was over there somewhere. Set up, like, 
one group of bluebills buzzed them, and that was all they saw. Like it was, wow. it was that bad. So all the birds were just staying right, you know, right in Haverda Grace and, and eating in there. And thousands of birds, but they were just staying there. They weren't moving. I know guys down south in the bay this year have just been bitching and bitching because the the weather hasn't pushed any birds down to them. And guys in the Carolinas have been fucked. Like it's, and, and I actually kind of feel bad for them because I I get it. Like yeah. we've always been a flyover state normally so when we get a cold snap they're migrating past us so we might get a couple good hunts and then they're gone or majority are gone but we've had a lot hanging around but in haverda grace other areas um it's you know cadoris is kind of a different animal this year because a lot of the food is yeah. dried up it's out of the water um, all the flats and stuff where where the the sediment is, the nutrients are that, and all the f- the food is. It's all exposed. It's all exposed and it's dried up since August, so it's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's took- a shame. We were going to go there tomorrow actually, and we were like, I don't even know if it's worth it. We oh, took goodness. a New Year's Day. We just wanted to get out of the house. It was a gloomy day. Everybody was off. <clears throat> I put the kids in the car. Got the binoculars. Took a ride. We drove all over that place. I saw two seagulls. I mean, we even parked and we're over the overlook looking through the water. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing at all out there. And that's weird because usually we'll see flocks of geese. I mean, it's a big body of water. It's usually something. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. I mean <clears throat> dead as dead can be out there. So yeah. I haven't hunted there at all this year. I've been out to the, the bay a couple times right off. Of, we launched out of Sandy Point. And then we went way, I don't want to say way far south, but like six or seven miles south down like where the West and South River meet the bay yeah and um i mean there's ducks down there but what we were seeing is like all the bluebills the long-tailed ducks and all the scoters that are here they're all just grouping up in these big groups right where you can't hunt them like i mean they're literally right under the bridge or they're they're right up tucked up next to the uh the chesapeake lighthouse stuff that's you know it's not part of the sea duck zone so but they're there. I mean, ducks are there, but they're, like you were saying, they're just grouping up and they're not moving. Yeah, one thing we know, had noticed on, in Haverda Grace is the Friday we killed a bunch of birds. We went back the next Wednesday, and it was real foggy and rainy, and uh, so we couldn't see very well, but nobody was doing a lot of shooting. And what we re- ended up realizing was that just from before Christmas and then everybody who had off during – I guess Christmas week and weekend, everybody was hunting Christmas. The birds got super stale and they didn't want to work at all. Like they, yeah. they did not care about your decoys. They were going to APG or they were going to, you know what I mean? Like they, they had their spots locked and that was yep. where they were going. So kind of hard to, it's hard to fight that once they go stale. And that's another thing where normal winters help because yeah. once a week you get below 30 degrees here. Right, you know, t- you know, Buffalo's twenty two and it's windy. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get some birds, but we just haven't had that. Yeah, the spot that we go, which is moving water in the stream, so when the local little ponds and local little <laughs> water holes freeze up, they hit the stream that we hunt at. We didn't see any. We went out last week, didn't see one thing. We just drove around <laughs> right around the corner, a couple hundred yards away. There's a pond. There was probably sixty mallards just sitting on there, and it wasn't cold. It was forty some degrees. <laughs> they just they don't have any reason to get up. They're just hanging out. Yeah. Yep. The monoxy floats have been have been fairly dead for that reason um birds don't need to go anywhere they're traveling the river the mallards were kind of like using as a guide but they weren't landing anywhere on the river for the most part were you the one telling me 
about stuff getting planted, uh, like how the planting stuff is is affecting, uh, like up north and stuff like that. They're planting different grains, or somebody else telling me that. Sorry, I'm I'm stammering, but they're saying not only the weather's changing, but agriculture up north is changing. So Canada and Montana and up north, these states are doing big grain agriculture planting. So right, not being cold enough, the birds don't have a reason to leave anyways. All the food they want's there. It's not yeah, cold yeah. Enough for them to move, I, so I may have there. said something because yeah, that I've heard about, and also um, like the guy uh, A. B. Wingman, the one guy Alex that I know is a guide in Canada. Till the last day, which was directly after Christmas, I believe, they were still shooting. Full normally, like he's frozen face, barren frozen field over top the cut grain. Good luck killing a few geese that are still in the area. Mm-hmm. They they were wide open grain fields every time stacking twenty eight mallards on a hood, truck of a hood of a truck and and like because our limits are also really high, which is also so <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Is the birds are still up there and the the guys who have huge limits are stacking they can just birds crush up. them up there yeah 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 i don't know so hopefully got a little bit left if it gets cold shoot some stuff i'm trying to plan some different hunts for for maryland at least i don't know if pennsylvania's going to heat up or not and geese don't really excite me too much last year i got a little bit pumped up for it so hopefully we get on some good goose hunts this year yeah that'd be nice have is this the first year you've ever really like really hunted sea ducks or have you done this in the past uh I, I've never hunted sea ducks. I've, I've hunted divers. Yeah. I've hunted divers forever, but we've, um, like, I've never gone out and, like, hunted scoters or old squalls or what anything like that. Okay. So we never really have either until this year. Have you ever heard an old squall, like, sounding off when it's sitting on the water? The, the guy Chuck told me about it. It but sounds I like a retarded goose. Okay, so listen to this. I'm, I just pulled it up. We're sitting out there one day and we're 800 yards offshore because that's where you got to be. But we went south and the way we're sitting facing the shore on the west side of the bay, um, just on the other side of the hedgerows, bunch of cornfields, goose season's in. We thought we're sitting there and we're hearing this sound and we're going, man, these dudes suck at calling geese. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the sound I heard. What's this? Is that, that it? That's what they sound like. And like you hear it going off by the thousands out there and you can't find them because they're this big sitting right. on the water, you know. And if there's chops, you, can, yeah, you can't see them. So like, we're like, what the fuck is this sound? These dudes suck at calling geese. And then all of a sudden you just see the whole swath of them moving like a whole, just a whole raft floating downstream. Yeah. It's insane. You That's got, cool. You got one, didn't you? I did. I killed two actually. We had one hunt this year where, uh, no, two hunts where we had coots like come right, like a Ugh. like large groups of coots come right up to us. But the one hunt, it was real choppy, so they couldn't tell at all what we were. That's the second one. Look how old <clears throat> he is. Old squall. He's an old squall. Can you call him that still? Yeah, no, they're supposed to be called long-tailed yeah, ducks no, now. We're, we're not PC. So yeah, but we um yeah we the one hunt actually the the really good day we had this year. Uh, it was real choppy in the morning and I looked over and I see this, these black, I'm on the left and over the right, I see all these black birds coming. I'm like, Oh my God. I was like, is that bluebills? Like I couldn't tell. Cause I, yeah. it was like corner of my eye. 
I didn't want to move. And the guy's like, no, nah, they're all coots. And they got, they got in the long lines. Like they were right beside us. And I, the first bird we shot was a hen can and no joke curled right over top of them and landed in the fucking coots. What? And they got like right at the edge of the coots and the guy shot it over there. And I was like, huh? Like everybody says they like birds love coots and that, and a lot of the birds that morning were like pinning on the coots huh. when they were around us all morning. Wow. Kind of crazy. But yeah, sea ducks, I've never, um, sea ducks are one of those things that I, f- I feel that yes, you need cold pushes, but the bay always has out in the middle of the bay, you know, they, they always yeah. have old squall and scoters. And, uh, we, we, I did shoot a common hen scoter last year and, uh, but and I think one of the guys shot a white wing scoter this year, Drake. Um, but yeah, I've never, I never actually hunted for them. And I, I know that like we were going to go brand hunt this year. And so my dad, he likes waterfowl hunting, but he just won't do it himself. And so I was like, man, you know, it'd be cool. Like he's got the place in Chincoteague on the water. Let's, let's go down and we'll go right out of the same Marina that he drops in. Sometimes we'll go shoot some brand called the guy. And he's like, Dude, the winters haven't been good enough the last few years, and the bird numbers are low. You don't want to come down here. And I'm like, that's the first time a guy's ever. Like, I mean, I've never, I've only hunted with a guy one at a time, but that's like the first time I would expect a guy to say something like that. He's yeah. like, just don't even come down. Don't man. waste your money. Yeah, and I, but and he was cool about it, so we we didn't. Uh, but it sucks because I see a lot of guys shooting banded Brant now. Yeah, and the numbers are getting lower and yeah. lower. And I'm like, man, I'd love to go kill one right now <laughs> while the numbers are good and low. And most yeah. of them have bands. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that would be sweet. We saw a bunch of them. We went to Assateek earlier this year. Like we usually do. Saw and heard a bunch of them, but Assateek was a big old stinker too. Yep. You killed a duck there, didn't you? I killed, you always a, killed, I killed a bird there. What'd you kill? I killed a hen hooded marganzar. You always kill some kind of, Stupid. Some kind of stupid hen duck there. Yeah. They call me the Susie Slayer. (laughs) Last year, the only bird that I shot on my solo trip down there was a hen bufflehead. Last year, when we went down, the only bird that we killed was me, hen bufflehead. (laughs) This year was a stupid hen merganser. God, even worse. The ugliest of fucking birds. I had to convince Goldhammer that it was not a loon (laughs) at... You know, right at shooting light. <laughs> He's like, dude, it's a loon. I'm like, it's not a loon, man. Like, that's definitely a hen merganser. He's like, all right, blast that bitch. <laughs> so we always go down in November, the first week that it comes in down there. And just more tradition than we go. But it was so warm down there yeah, this it was year. stupid. I mean, high 60s, almost 70. We're laying in the marsh, and I'm <clears throat> dozing off. Yeah. Just in the sun down there. Yeah. And we saw some black ducks like we always do. But again, it was when we went. It was so warm. Yeah, there was no wind, so they would get they would fly first thing in the morning, find a nice puddle somewhere, and, and just never settle in and just settle in for the day. Yeah, the one thing I noticed. So last year was the first time I had ever gone to Astig. The one thing I noticed, I felt like at least where I was, I felt like I'm, loads of black ducks, a hundred yards above me, would coast over top me get me all horned up and I'd be like, Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would land at the campground. Like yeah. I could hear people talking and I'm like, what, where are those people talking at? <laughs> and, the, and then I watched the birds go and I'm like, no shit. They know where to go. They, yeah. they know where they're safe. 
They're probably being fed over there by yeah. the fucking campers and shit. We went over to the campground because we always go down for two days and the first day. Did you, do you hear me? Yeah. Gross. Go down the first day. We always hang out down there and we cook out at the campground. So we were over there hanging out, cooking out. And we look over to the right, and there was two gigantic turkeys just walking right down to us. You know, I mean. <laughs> we had shotguns with us. <laughs> yeah. All right. You take one more step. <laughs> I feel threatened. It was a defensive life. I had to do it. The spurs were abroad. Actually, Tur- turn run- on your video. Turn on your video. Yeah. I feel threatened. <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't shoot the horses down there, they don't care. So that's what Lee says. Literally, no, a, a ranger told us that down there. <laughs> I'm not going to say Lee, but someone tried to snitch on some people down there. And the ranger goes, are they parked on a horse? No, sir. Did they kill a horse? No, sir. I don't give a fuck then. <laughs> <laughs> that's we funny. saw a bunch of that. We saw, we always see nice sick while we're down there. Yeah, we saw, we saw. Yeah, I, I tell myself every year I'm going to go down because, and then la- well, last year, I, I go to I go there to hunt. I scout the day before, and this six by six is standing from me to you. And I'm like, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> we're in the hunting zone, buddy. Like yeah. we were right on the edge. I'm like, why are you not running from me? This is weird. I would have fit in your kayak really good. Nobody would have done. <laughs> yeah, we always see them. We didn't see a lot of regular deer this we year. We didn't see hardly any whitetails when we were down there. But it's just we we have a good time going. Take, I take my son down with us. He actually hunted down there the first time with us this year rather than just tagging along. So we had a good time with that and setting decoys out and realizing when he's 30, 40 yards out in the water that his waders have a hole in them, learning that for his little oh, kid's fun. Yeah. But it wasn't cold, so he didn't. He toughed it out. It was a fun trip. Yeah, we had a good time. I think more people should do waterfowl trips because I, I did the one last year out to Pittsburgh and then did the solo – and I'm, I really wanted to do it again this year, but with our business, I, yeah. I wanted to stay around home. I didn't want to lock anything in, but right. Well, we don't, you know, you don't want to go and have be a bummer trip. But we had, we have a good time just being together. We actually all rode together this year. Yeah, it was fun. And it, it almost wasn't fun because I had COVID the week before, and I was feeling better, but it was just some people are oh, sissies. And uh, but we toughed it out. and We had a great time. We laughed and yeah. Tony Blue Nugs was down there. Tony Blue Nugs. So you go to Chick Fil A, and if they're busy, they give you those those weird like bifold a, table markers, mm-hmm. and they'll yeah. write your name on the receipt with what your table marker is. So our buddy Goldhammer's name's Anthony. They wrote Tony, and his marker was Blue Nuggets. So his receipt on his thing said Tony Blue Nugs. <laughs> <laughs> so I bet uh, they were cracking up in the kitchen. Henceforth known as yeah. So we were laughing just. Stupid stuff I got, just guys being guys and laughing and and you know, we had a good time with that and getting up early and that's not fun. I don't know why I said that part, but yeah, that part sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when we don't get to lay down to eleven and yeah. they're like, uh, oh, we're getting up at two thirty. I'm like, why are we getting up this? <laughs> we're already here. <laughs> so we can get on the island. So. We need to get out there so we can shoot ahead and come. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to carry the boats? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, no. Assateague, very cool. I like that majority of it is easily walkable in waders, set decoys, except for the guts. They're pretty rough. But yeah. I liked all that. That being said, especially that early season, I was like, fuck. Like the, or that mid-split, I was like, man, 
there was not other than the black ducks that I could tell were just giving me the finger when they flew over me. The, yeah, I mean, it was very rough. You know, it's good. I'm not without being too uh, emotional or whatever. Like, it's just fun to go with my son. And, you know, we've all hunted and stuff before. So being out there under the stars when it first it's fucking up, gay. It's, no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's sentimental. <laughs> No, no, I, I didn't say that word. No, you were you thinking about me, it. You <laughs> see me like look for a word. I, I saw the thought process. I, I, I think, I think that it is a cool trip though, because I, I like the idea of going down there. You're right, even though it's Ocean City in November, a lot yeah. of things are closed. You can, but there's a lot less people. Yeah. You can kind of go somewhere if you want to go somewhere, have dinner, have yeah. lunch. Like, I think that's all really cool. You're, you're yeah. right near the ocean, and, and cool. Assateague's always got it. Uh, the islands open. The the water, the beach is there. They just opened the nature center back up, so you can go in there, and they have all kinds of cool. Check out the babes. Checking them out. Checking out. <laughs> you guys can go anywhere you want to eat, but not there, <laughs> or there, or that, or this. So, but you have that, but it's on the other end. Yeah, or this. We can go here. We actually we typed in five guys on the map, and we drove to that place, and it was closed. And then we were like, "Fuck it." We ended up just going to Chick Fil A. I don't want Chick Fil A. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, it, it is that like the, there's a couple bars and grills that'll be open around, but mostly, you know what you need to do is go, go South instead when yeah. you go look for food and find just the local joints, like at, at like local marinas and right. shit. They're, they're normally open. We've gone to like Harborside before. That's a cool place. The, the issue was... It was I, still packed in November when Deidre and I went. Dude, we've gone down there in December, and it's like, you got to wait for a table. Yeah, for, yeah I'm not... Eh. If you it's know. that late in the year, I better not be waiting for a table. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just hard, and I'm not against this, or I'm not saying anything one way or the other, but I did. I had my son, who's 13, so the places that were open, those bars were not places I would always take a 13-year-old at yeah, seven like, or eight at night, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 I gotcha. And, uh, There's a place called... Timeless Tavern. It's down towards Chincoteague and probably about 30 minutes from you guys south. And it um, it's the size of the studio. It's a bar. And there's like little old lady works behind the bar. And it'll just be three or four regulars and a dim lit bar in there. Oh, yeah. And it's only a bar. So, it, But your son can go in because the one whole wall on the left is books. It's just oh. old books on a bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like chairs over there you can sit. Many leather bound books. You go read a book. <laughs> we're going to get hammered. <laughs> You're dr- hey, go read that book on driving. <laughs> You're driving up. Ran- Rochambeau. He probably could. He would have no problem driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Give me some blocks to reach the pedals. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> But we just, you know, all that being said, we just have a good time, you know, being guys and tradition of going together. And my, those other guys that went have kids, you know, I don't know if Josh is going to take his girls down or whatever like that. But it's just fun that we all go together, always get a picture together. And uh, it's just a good time. We we saw a lot of cool stuff, too. Uh, did you, you weren't with us when we saw the Eagles, were you? No, we saw the Eagles, too, though. There was two Eagles fighting in the air over a fish. And I thought they were doing like that shit where you see like on National Geographic where they mate because they were like spiraling together. But they, mm-hmm. they dropped a fish in the water and they were going at it. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, 9,000 seagulls. They're fun to watch. Me and Goldhammer may have shot at some cormorants. You definitely Incidentally, did. Accidentally? Yeah, definitely did. Oops. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna be legal to shoot soon anyway. I hope You're so. You're just ahead of the curve. Yeah. 
I hope so. You know what you can shoot down there that I I just saw a video the other day about it, and it was like, God damn, I, I thought about it before, is rails. You can shoot Ugh. fucking, uh, not all of them, though, so you have to be able to identify on the wing pretty well, which I can't, but some of those like snipe family birds, yeah. you can, the, the marsh hens, you can shoot them, and I'd... I've, like in Shingatig, they're everywhere. I'd love to go down there and sit oh, in my car and just too. blast them. Or like, what if you fall asleep in the marsh, and then when you wake up, there's fifty of them around you? Are they the ones that Is are that on? What happened to you? Are they the ones yes. that are on the ground, like pecking rocks? Because those aren't the same bird. Like some of them, you're not allowed. It's they're like a light and brown and tan. I don't know. These were big, like rails. They're hard to see in this video. There was like 50 of them. Uh, let, let me see the video. And it just wouldn't go away. Because that's that's not them. Don't swipe right. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, might say a different kind of picker. That's not true. Yeah, the the rails, they're small. They're like, uh, yeah. they maybe stand like six inches tall. Yeah. More my picker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What the hell is this video? Turn that off. <laughs> not appropriate. Do you uh do say so you guys think like you'll just go forever? Do you like keep doing that? Yeah, now we've actually talked about as, as getting a duck camp, like buying one. Yeah, me how too. Awesome would that be? Well, here's what's funny. I have a friend of mine, uh, an old neighbor of mine, had uh, a trailer at a campsite down there, and I didn't know this. He enlightened me that he bought a trailer from a FEMA auction for fifteen hundred bucks, and he took it down there to outside of Cambridge and put it in a campground and hooked it up like you would a camper. And he just had this awesome, just paid whatever uh, lot fees. And that's uh, where he'd stay to. Yeah. And hunt. he, he didn't hump, he'd fish. <coughs> oh, okay. And so the money he saved on that, he had like a, I mean, a, a bang and ass boat grabbed right. and rock fish. He's actually, he was at the time, this was years ago. I think he moved to Florida now, but, uh, who are you talking he, about? Brad, my neighbor, the townhouse. Oh, be rad. Yeah. He was like the president of the Maryland Rockfish. Or one of the chapters around here. Most of the time, they just got high at their meetings, apparently. But like, <laughs> uh, but he had a cool thing. But so we've talked about that. But we 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 like to go down in November and to compound what we started talking about earlier. Like Lee and I have gone down before in November and limited out on black ducks, killed bluebills, buffalo heads. I mean, we have pictures of us with piles of ducks. It was colder, and then the last couple of years, it's just been warmer. We haven't got anything. So we've talked about. Still doing a trip, or maybe going this time of year and right. going down the beach farther, and or stuff even like, that. like the last week of December, right after yeah, Christmas, something like that. And I went down after Christmas, and we killed really big black ducks. Um, and what else did we kill? A bunch of buffalo heads. He killed a really stud buffalo head uh, down BBDs. There. They yeah. do put on some weight around tax time. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, with my two boys coming up, and the way I hunt now. With my two boys getting older, Waylon asked me all the time to hunt. Obviously, at three and a half years old, I took him out early season bow hunting, and he lasted about an hour. Not It was actually so warm, he had his shirt off yeah. on his own. It's not that he was cold. Yeah. He just couldn't sit there. And so I thought, man, I, I can't take him like out on a boat because I don't feel comfortable. Like yeah. I've been in some sketchy spots on boats. Like I don't yeah. feel comfortable with it. And also, normally waterfowl season, it is chilly or it's wet. And so I, I need to figure out, acetique's a good idea, or like I need to figure out 
I need, I need to spend like 40,000 on a piece of like 10 acres of inclement land that I can't build on <laughs> yeah. and just dig a fucking pond on it and, yeah. and put a, put a, you know, blind. Oh, on that's it. what like, we like too. We go to, we have walked different places and stuff, but we just go to the easy accessible blinds. We go to blind a, which is the old handicap blind. You can drive up to, and we, I like to sit there whether we get ducks or not. I mean, again, I don't I want it to be a waste of time, but we have a good time just hunting there and sitting in the blind mm-hmm. with my son, eating snacks and laughing. And, uh, you know, Every time I fall asleep, he thinks it's funny and uh, laughing at Uncle Josh because we're watching ducks fly in and they're not shooting out there. Because they're not as close as you would think. <laughs> no. Uh, but that type of stuff, that's easy to get to. That's like, I mean, literally has a boardwalk to the blind. Right. You can go back and forth with there. So get kids in with that and help put the decoys out. The water's not deep. Um, it's just a cool, fun experience. And like, again, I started to say earlier, it's just fun to be out there when the sun's coming up with your kid and and hear all that and Ocean City's all lit up in the in the foreground. Uh, they always had the Ferris wheel going at night. It's cool looking. It just it's just yeah. the whole experience is neat. Yeah, it is very neat. And I also also one thing that I really need to in the next couple of years take advantage of. I've talked about it before. Is my dad has the place in Chincoteague, yeah. and like we we do get our Virginia licenses. So for me, it's very easy to. Um, there are walking waterfowl spots down there. As well as um, right there, right there, I could put in right by my dad's camper and go out there. Oh, yeah. And if it was earlier in the year, maybe that would be easier with Waylon. He already, you know, dad puts his his twenty three foot center console in right there. We get there with John boat or whatever in there and put right out. You and in Virginia, you can hunt wherever you want. There's no there's no stipulation, so oh, that's cool. You can uh, you can just drive around the S turn and sit right there if you want. You can do whatever you want. So. I'm going to try to take advantage of that and also acetique for him. I I think I'm going to go down like early season next year just to take – I just need like dad to go with me or somebody and, and just take him along. And that way I can set decoys. He can – it can be 65, 70 degrees and yeah. he can hang out and run around the bushes. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I don't care if we shoot anything. I just want him to be able to get out yeah. without it being dangerous, which you guys well know that. Yeah, you know what Josh is doing out there, uh, Sandy Point is. It can get fucking dangerous. Oh yeah. yeah. So well, even I've had some stuff, and I'm a big sissy sometimes when it comes to that stuff. But just being out like by the key bridge and on, like you falling uh, off the boat, yeah, shitting just and, yeah, that wasn't me. Me I've, getting thrown off a boat, yeah, in, in the Batabs, just fucking. The gross water that ugh, I don't want to be in that. Okay, well, last week we were down by the South River, and I shot one of those long tail ducks, and we we went to go get it, and our boat wouldn't go in forward. the The linkage cable mm-hmm. fucking snapped. So Did you fix it? Not right then and there, but we took the cap off the motor and figured out how to manually put it in forward. Man, like my guy. I've, I've heard sketchy. I've heard that from other I've heard that happening to other people hmm. too. But That's, every kid's different. I mean, it's so. also an old boat. I mean, it's got the boat's thirty five years old. I was gonna say every kid's different. Even my sons, they're all different as can be. But I got pictures and videos of my son being same age as your boy with Josh. Probably killed one of the biggest that you've killed. Oh yeah, just walking around our farm where you pheasant hunted. Probably this time of year, wasn't it? It was, it was, yeah, it was the last day of the three day rifle season in January. 
just taking a walk, goofing off, and a deer pops his head out. Well, it was one of those things we were like, uh, all right, well, it's the last day. We only got about an hour left, and nobody shot anything. Let's go take a walk, and worst-case scenario, we'll push some deer to somebody. So we're walking through. Ethan was with me. Our nephew Ethan was with me, too. He was probably 16 or 17 at the time. And uh, he decided to walk this roadway because he didn't have waterproof boots. And I walked through the middle of the swamp because I had waterproof boots. And, yeah, this deer just stood – this nice eight-point stood up right in front of me and shot him at, like, 60 yards. And, and me and Presley found him. That was cool. Yeah, that's cool. He remembers that all the time. And I remember you guys were gutting it down by the stream. Yeah. And Presley's like, can we eat it now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a cool experience happen to me this year. Uh, my youngest daughter was with me, and I killed a small buck with my muzzle loader, so that was cool. Yeah, that's sweet. My buddy Barry just eat him and his daughter did that this year too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, she okay. So she did everything, and like I was explaining to her because I'm you know we're using a muzzle loader, so I was like, here's what's going to happen if we spot a deer, and I have a chance to shoot it. I know it's going to be real loud and it's going to scare you, but you got to watch that deer. Because I'm gonna have a big smoke cloud in front of me for a minute, so I'm not gonna be able to see where. And she did. I mean, she watched. She watched where it went yeah. in the woods, and we found the blood trail. And she tracked it and and found it. And that was a cool experience. wasn't a wasn't a monster buck. It was a little basket rack eight point, just a little tiny. I mean, little tiny basket rack eight point. And uh, but it was still. I mean, it's just one of those things with my kids. You know, with my daughter. Yeah the the buck I shot this year. I Deidre was here, and she watches kids here at the house. And it was a Monday morning, and uh, I shot the buck. I went back in the house, and I was like, hey, I just shot a nice buck. I'm going to give him, like, I I, w- I knew he was dead. Like, I was certain. Because when he stopped, when I shot him at five yards, I watched the skin move. Yeah, I knew where I'd hit him. And then I, I set up my knees, and I watched his rack turn around. And he had stopped. I was like, he's fucking dead. And uh, I heard him ball up. I went back in the house, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And finally, I'm like, all right. I'm going to walk out. I'm going to find him, make sure he's down. Then I'm going to come back. And I did. I, I got up to him and I went back, got Waylon and got Bo and got uh, Raylan was one of the girls here. And uh, luckily she didn't have the other two, two boys that day. And uh, we all came out and they, you know, I had the, I was showing them where the blow was I'm like, all right, I need your help tracking. And oh, they, yeah, they helped cool. me. But I, yeah. ironically, and I'm not like tooting my own horn. I don't know what, I don't know why other than his size, um, every other deer that Waylon's been around, Ray Lynn's been around, not a problem. They got to that deer, would not get close to that fucking deer. Oh, really? And I, he's also stunk more than any deer I've ever shot. And I drug him out, and he would like I had him laying up in an opening. Waylon got about three feet behind him and was like hands in pockets, like, like looking at him. This close enough. And he yeah. and I was like, put I was like, come here, put your hands on his rack. No, no, huh. like he wouldn't do it, but. Every doe I've, that he's been around or whatever, no problem. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but that buck was just so big in stature, I guess. You getting him mounted? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm hoping he goes Pope and Young but at 125. And that's not like something that I, I like strive for. But because I shot him with my bow, I was like, man, it's 125. Yeah. And I, I think with his eye guard deduction, he's going to be like right there Some. I'm hoping he has it. Just be cool to to say I shot one, but yeah, that's uh, that was kind of a highlight of my year. Big fucking deer. Is that his? That's the one he shot. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then last, uh, last, that the deer I was hunting was bigger than that one mm. here. Uh, but yeah, so that deer, um, 
that deer and then the the diver hunt that we had before Christmas that was a, a bang up hunt. Those are probably my number one, number two, like this year. I, I did shoot that eight point right there in uh, in Virginia, but not not a not a huge deer by any means, but a public land deer oh, that yeah. in, in a spot that is good. Like I, we know it's good, and I I sat right where I shot other bucks before, and he just popped right out right That's there. Good. So it was, yeah, pretty. I had a pretty good year this year, other than it's been slow this yeah. this year. Yeah, I've had a weird year. I'm gonna say this without trying to sound pretentious. That's gonna sound that way anyways. But like, this is the first year that like life has kind of like fucked me a little bit. Like life has been in the way of stuff. Like I've usually been real cool about controlling my schedule and my wife's schedule and being able to just get out and do stuff. And this year, it's like. The first time that I can remember being an adult, it was like, man, if I can just get through this weekend, the next weekend's open, and then this is going on, and then there's work doing this, and then I'm on call for this, and then we have to do this. It was like every other thing just kept happening. A couple times there was days where I'm like, I just don't even feel like going today, and I just want to sit here and chill. God, you sound pretentious. So pretentious. (laughs) Sometimes I I go when I shouldn't because – of life like yeah. life will get in the way one day and then i'm like all right i'll go blank day and then yeah. i go and i'm like i knew it was gonna suck like like the day i went the day i went to cadoras last week it had been warm the water the water's down actually so far cadoras that you can't ethically sit in the woods cover yeah and if you if me with a kayak if i shoot a bird i have to drag my fucking kayak <laughs> like 30 yards to the water then get in, go get it, and then come back and drag it thirty yards back up a straight gravel fucking hill. Yeah. So I it was just uh and I also only saw three commons other than a couple high flyer ducks early not landing in the lake, and then some geese getting <clears throat> absolutely fucking sky blasted by the guys in the fucking island blinds. Like like unethically fucking Fuck those sky- guys. Like they shot so they shot they shot so high that I was watching the geese. And I'm like, oh damn, those geese aren't aren't even gonna fucking land it. Like they're flying somewhere else. Yeah. One goose on the one side of the island soars and goes up by the overlook. Yeah. Like it's in the in the, in the woods in the field or whatever. Yeah. One goose on the other side drops way out of the fucking sky and lands. The guy chases it around like a diver duck shooting at it. Finally gives up. And an hour later, I look. I see something. Look to my left, and I'm like, "There's a fucking beaver, like it's right on the edge of the water." And I've never <laughs> obviously a goose doesn't crawl out of the water. I'm like, "There's a fucking beaver here." Nope, that goose was was crawling with its wings to get up out of the water. And by the I started walking around, and by the time I got about halfway, I had an ice patch crunch, and it dove. And then latched out in the middle somewhere because it never came back up. Hmm, nice and I, I just thought to myself, like, what the yeah. fuck, you idiots. But yeah. anyway, that beyond that, the only the only d- ducks that worked into the lake went straight to the dam, and that was three common brigandes flew over me. Yeah. And that that was it. And um and I knew it wasn't gonna be a good day, but I told my I, I was going solo. I told myself, I got a day off in the middle of the week. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go see. No. Not even worth it. It was not worth getting my fucking kayak out of my truck, let alone yeah. the amount of effort it took to get out there and back. But yeah, yeah, it's been frustrating all around. I mean, I, I was lucky enough to go out 
with my, my oldest son who's fully hunting himself this year, not under any like apprentice thing or anything like that. Fully got his own license. We went out and scouted that stream that you went to us with. And we set up where we all he's been seeing ducks, wood ducks, like this is the spot. And of course they all dump in where we always always go normally. And judging by the ducks that we saw then in October, we saw 30, 40 mallards plus 220 wood ducks dumping into the spot. I'm thinking it's gonna be great all year. And they just disappeared from then. We went back the next week, and he was lucky enough to kill his first uh, mallard. So that was a really cool highlight for me, uh, just me and him together. Uh, my son also killed his first uh, buck this year. Sure did. He was with my dad. Uh, made a good shot. A really and big, with a rifle. Yeah, with a rifle. With not only a rifle, with the rifle that my grandfather gave me. Yeah. That was his great-grandfather's. So that's how that works. I don't know if you know how lineage was works. It a, was it a two forty three? Uh, seven millimeter 08, little custom. Yeah, there you go. It's a little like, model seventy. I'll have to show it to you. It's like your size. I can, I don't like it because it's my. I have a I have a two forty three that's uh, has an adjust. Well, my dad does has an adjustable stock on oh, it cool. with an Allen wrench. Yeah. For all the kids, like all the kids in the family yeah. have used it over the years. Well, our grandfather, even though our dad's like six two, I'm six four, whatever. I don't know how tall you are, you fucking freak. But like. <laughs> um, when we were kids, it was great, but our, our grandfather was only like, what, 5'8 or 5'9? Yeah. So he had this little custom cell phone. Only. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. He probably wasn't even that tall. He's probably five, Don't worry, six, Mike. Five, he would look up to him. Yeah. <laughs> no, he gave me the same. Oh, okay. So he didn't give me the same gun, but he gave me a, a Winchester 308 Model 70 that I still have and I still use. I mean, the whole thing is about this long, tip to tail. I love it. Not for me. God, I Too love it. Too big for it. No, I love it. I can't handle it. I mean, it's so light to carry around. Yeah, I just it's yeah, this morning my seven mag was. I was under these cedar trees and it kept. It, it's got a long barrel on it and it kept bouncing off the fuck. It was knocking berries into my scope. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> need a shorter shorter gun. So that was cool. You rifle hunting today in Maryland? This morning, yeah. Nice. Yeah, we saw one. I think it was a spike, and that was it. Neighbors were shooting them up. Uh Neighbor kids were shooting the shit out of geese, but that was so we went out. We talk about it every time we're on here. The first day of rifle season for our family is like a holiday. Okay, <laughs> we laughing at. No, nah, I have a funny story about the first day of rifle season. Go ahead. Okay, uh, it's, it's about Alan. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, we all go out. I go to the spot I normally go to up on top of this hill, and you know, I don't even care. The first day, well, for me in general, anyways, but the first day. Where there's a family, we're we're meat hunting. Unless it's a baby, if it's brown, it's down. You know, we're trying to stack the trucks up that Sometimes day. Even if it's a baby, so, most of the time. But like, I literally said to myself, "I'm going to shoot the first deer I see today." I'm sitting in a tree stand, not seeing much. A little tiny deer pops his head out of this grass and just looking around. In my head, I said, "I got a little baby." And I sat back in the tree. Well, it took like four steps, and it turned around and had horns on it. It was a little four or five point. And just me just being unsettled and not ready, I shifted just that little bit. You guys have all been there. And it trotted off, and I didn't get a shot. And that's the only deer I saw the whole day. And it is stuck in my crawl. <laughs> <laughs> like like I got defeated in a UFC fight yeah. since that day. Yeah. So what's your funny story? My, uh, from the first day of rifle season this year, um, I'm sitting in a tree stand uh, all the way on one edge of our property that kind of overlooks a creek in this little meadow. Alan is sitting about, I don't know, 300 yards away from me 
opposite edge of our property. Seven o'clock, maybe. I mean, the sun's barely up first day of rifle season and I hear bang. And I texted him and I said, did you hit it? He goes, I don't know. I'm down looking for blood right now, but it, it kind of ran your way. So I look up. We know condo about it. Yeah. I look up and I'm watching the woods and then here comes this four point. He's just trotting along. Nothing wrong with him. I scoped him out <laughs> and I shot him at 175 <laughs> yards and dropped him. Alan come to find out later in the day, brought out what, his dad's gun that it, nobody has shot in 20 years <laughs> and he didn't buy I it. bet because he hasn't went to Virginia in 20 <laughs> years. He, he hasn't bothered to send a round through it or to make sure the scope's working or anything so he missed this deer at 30 yards. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. I saw... I, I did said, s- don't worry, I got it. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I did see one other deer nowhere close to me, just where I sit and hunt. I can see these rolling hills. And six or seven hundred yards away on another property, I saw a hammer just running. I mean, full yeah. tilt. He was not coming anywhere near me. Uh, but that's all I saw. Furs my ass off all day. Yep. I did make a great discovery. Our that's mom it. packs us lunch after Thanksgiving. She makes us turkey sandwiches. Oh, yeah. We we tested the waters this we year. We did. We had custom sandwiches this year. Usually she just packs her lunch. We don't, we don't ask. This year we're like, hey, let's try this. Who was the guy that was making fun of us? Did you put cranberry sauce on it? No, first of all, that is good. That yeah, it's delish. <clears throat> no, I put sauerkraut on it, bro, and mustard. Yeah, that that's great. It was fantastic. See, now I did the I did something different. I I I asked her to put stuffing and gravy on Stuff, my sandwich. Yeah, stu- stuffing. Oh, oh, my you God. had the moist maker. Yeah, yeah, right. I had a sandwich with the moist maker. So we actually we weren't sure if they were going to be good because we're just giant children, <laughs> basically. Mom, pack our lunch. We weren't sure if they were going to be good. So once we ate those, we stopped eating those and made our regular sandwiches <laughs> so that we could enjoy the deliciousness <laughs> more later. <laughs> So uh, just, that's like down down at a hunting camp in Virginia. It doesn't happen much anymore because our camp's a lot smaller, and a lot of the older guys have either stopped going or passed away. But when I was like maybe fourteen, fifteen, the camp might be tw- back when Alan went. Alan's dad. Yeah. the The camp might be like twenty to thirty deep. Damn. And so. There would be, we would have these giant dinners, and there'd be always leftovers. So I would eat like, like at 15 years old, I'd be three miles from camp, and be like, fuck, I'm hungry. I'd pull out a bottle of water and open up my packet, and I, w- I would have made like a meatloaf sandwich, but the meatloaf was like three inches thick. And you take a bite, and it's just a solid piece of bacon fat. It's just lard. Or uh, our Uncle Jimmy would make egg sandwiches. But for your lunch, so he'd make an egg sandwich in bacon grease oh, so that when you took a bite, it was a cold egg, a fried egg, <laughs> surrounded by liquid, like, <laughs> lard. Oh, God damn it. Hell like, yeah. you would immediately shit. Like, you had to shit. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it was, it was Listen, we, let's talk. We've never talked about this on the air. So we're, like, kind of related. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, our, our brother-in-law. Through lineage, our not sister, blood. Our sister is married to Alan. To Alan Beecham, who is your my dad's uncle. Yeah. So my second. Uncle do you know? Or, do you know the real story as to how he lost his eye? My dad was there. Your dad was there. My dad was yeah. there that fateful day. <laughs> he, he, Those sinkers it was were a sinker. swinging. Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. sinker. 
Yeah, bank sinker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, dad was there. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of fucked up stories in my family. Alan's eyes one of them, but there there are many. What one time when I was a kid, my uncle Darren flipped his F one fifty in the farm field, like where his dad lit. Actually, right down from you, where our family used to have the family farm, flipped his truck in a snowstorm, but it flipped really slow. Like he came, he he like whipped it in an, like a figure eight, and it just kind of and laid over in like two feet of snow. I'm laughing so hard. Well, so we we all were. It was it was him and then three kids. We were all fine. Everybody was good. The only part, the only person had their seatbelt on was the driver who may have been drinking a lot. <laughs> and he was he was at the top of the truck, so he was hanging by his seatbelt. <laughs> and all his kids were slammed on the anyway. So my grandfather's driving up the road, looks up in the field, and he sees the truck flipped over, and he's like, like rips, he's like, the truck flipped over. And everybody just bails out and goes up there, and we're all like <laughs> We're just hanging out on the truck, like we're good, like it was cool, like, was, but it was a million fucking. Like that, yeah. but. This is the best kind of stuff, though, when you look back at that kind of stuff when you were a kid. Yeah. Well, okay, you want to talk about a crazy fun truck stories? Remember chasing that beagle through yeah. the old farm? So we we knew this guy. We know this guy. We still hunt with him. I'll preface this, and then Josh will tell the story. He got. I don't think it was Marketplace. I think it was pre-that. I think it was Craigslist. He found an ad on Craigslist for purebred beagles, rabbit dogs, for 50 bucks a piece. Okay? I know beagles probably aren't expensive, but you're not paying 50 bucks for... Yeah, they for probably a, get like for, 800 to 1000 Yeah, for a yeah. decent oh, no. beagle, you're not paying 50 I mean, bucks. I know that there's places probably down close to where you hunt where you can get these puppy mills and stuff. These guys just breeding them. You can probably get them for a couple hundred. Uh, dude, Pen- Pennsylvania, they're full of it. Right. So he goes the, the, the fucking Amish. Yeah, the fucking Amish. I was actually going to get you an Amish sign to put in here with the horse and buggy. Uh, do you have one? <laughs> Anyways, uh, so he goes to New Jersey because that's like the the rabbit hunting capital of the world, right? It's New Jersey. To get that's, these, that's odd. Yeah, <laughs> to get these rabbit dogs. He takes them to our farm that we used to have. We used to have two farms. Um, Might have been the first time he ever took them out, right? Was the first time. In fact, I wasn't there. Were you there when he let them out? Was it? Were you there? I was not there. I, I wasn't able to. But go. they were cats. No, they weren't cats. <laughs> I mean, they were beautiful, beautiful beagles. They were they beautiful really dogs. Were. Hang on, I'll show you a picture because I. Beautiful, beautiful dogs. He opens the door, <clears throat> just takes off. One of them. Back to New Jersey. Yeah. Just took just took the fuck off. So he had two dogs. He had two. He bought these two beagles, and uh, I, they had to have been abused or inbred or something, because they were just the dumbest dogs. Yeah. So the one just just took off, just straight out the gate. He opened the crate. That thing took off. The second one stayed by him right until and, yeah, it would and stay. Wouldn't, wouldn't run a rabbit. It was a good dog. Like it'd been perfect for your house here. Mm-hmm. Find find yeah. the picture of Max. You have it. It would have been, a, you know, for you to have your kid, it would just stay with you. It wouldn't hunt the rabbits. It wasn't gun shy, but it, it just wouldn't do that. When it was time to go back, it just wouldn't get in the truck. Funny story, skipping all this, he's going to talk about the other dog. The one dog that just wouldn't hunt, we're talking about taking our kids hunting. I had my son at the time was like five years old. You've all been around old hunters, right? And if a dog don't hunt or work, what happens they to that dog? They get beat. 
they or get, they, they get, get beat they, or they, they get, get left in the woods or they get thrown in a river with a brick or they yeah. get shot or they get shot they get shot i mean that just happens guys i mean pc alert that happens so this dog is not getting in the truck he's like i'm gonna fucking kill this dog I said, okay, bro, listen, I'm totally okay with your life choice right now. However, my five-year-old, it might be a bit traumatic for him. Yeah. So, lo and behold, they actually went and got the dog. Josh ended up taking that dog. Yeah, what a retard. But this other dog is running around our farm still. So, again, first day of rifle season, it's our older poopy brother. And my nephew, Ethan, is in his truck. No. He was with me. Ethan was with me. Ethan was with you, and I was with Scott. And we see this dog, first day of rifle season, out in the middle of this field. And we went back because our we, we used to have a family farm. You watching Tim Wells right now? He's a spirit of buffalo. Yeah, that's awesome. So the, so the dog still lives on the farm? No, no, no. no, no, no. So, no, we're talking 10 years ago. Uh, I was like, oh, my no, God, no, no, no. he survived this long? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, so, the dog's alive? We, we used to have two farms. We have the farm that we still have now. He's got armor made of deer bones. <laughs> <laughs> He's it's a, been 10 seasons he's out a, here. He's, we thought he was retarded. He's just jockey still. <laughs> <laughs> he's a level 55 yeah. fucking dog. It's another season. The predators have dropped off new ones again. Anyway, so it's the first day of rifle season. We used to have two farms. The farm we have now, which is just a CRP farm, a couple miles away from what we used to call our home farm. Um, my grandfather used to have like a little like a little farm office down there that we would we'd meet up in the morning, and then we'd go back for lunch, and that's where we would all chill. It's kind of like our clubhouse, whatever. So we're eating lunch and we go to leave and I'm with my brother, Scott, and he's in a truck behind us with my nephew, Ethan. And we see this, this beagle out in the middle of this cut cornfield. So I say, Hey Scott, look, there's the dog. So Scott takes off. This dog is already traumatized. <laughs> like, so all of a sudden here comes this green Dodge Ram fucking driving at it at 60 miles an hour. And then the next thing you know is Chris and his white Chevy truck is behind it doing the same fucking thing. And we're trying to trap this dog with trucks. We, we didn't. You ever seen like Jurassic Park 2 where they're like trying to catch the dinosaurs in their, in their Jeeps and they got like the <laughs> they're, fucking they're circling it. That's what we're doing to this fucking little dog. Right. And One of us is like hanging out the door. 60 miles an hour. Like what are we going to do to get the dog? I don't know. <laughs> Beagle, pull over. I'm already over. I can't pull over any further. I'm already pulled over. Fucking dog. So that one, Josh ended up taking the other one home. Yeah, he didn't last long. He didn't last long. I believe the story that Josh so told me about that. Listen, dog. listen to this story about that dog. Okay, so the other dog, not the one that ran away the day that we were rabbit hunting, the one that I took. Almost the same thing. I had him at my house for like a month and a half. We opened the door to let him out one day, and off he goes, takes off. Now I lived on the side of Hanover where the Utz factories are. That's where I used to live. Um, he takes off out the back door. I run after him as, as far as I can fucking go without dying. Cause I don't know if you guys know this. I smoke about 300 cigarettes a day. Um, he gets out of my sight. We put ads up all over Facebook, whatever we get a hold of this guy from this website called find Toby, mm-hmm. which is like a lost. Yeah. Anyway, he's like, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to post this shit. Turns out my dog made it all the way from, I don't even know what side of Hanover it is, but he made it all the way to Cadoris where the farm is, where the eagle, where the eagle's nest is, that big patriotic farm right there off of Hoff Road. Made it all the way out there, and they ended up trapping him, and we got him back three months later. 
So I, I mean, that dog just survived on, on was Josh with his handsome pup. Yeah. Look how pretty yeah. he is. I mean, he's a little, I, th- I think he's a beagle blue tick mix, but well, that's, it's funny. You say that about how far he went that there was. So when we were in Virginia this year at camp, there was a purebred. It, it looked to me, it looked to all of us, blue tick purebred, uh, like tree Walker dog. Yeah. That dog was running all over the fucking mountain. Like everybody knew about this dog, and we had seen him a bunch. And he would cut ground like somebody would have seen him on top of the mountain at our camp at 10:05 a.m. And at 10:15, somebody all the way at the bottom of the mountain on the other side would be like, "Man, I just saw a dog in that cow pasture." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> well, the, the, and fully healthy. Like I guess it was just not a good hunting dog. So I had dumped it in the mountains and then also say i don't know what type of dog it was but it looked to be like a tree walker-esque dog uh right here in fairfield when they when they caught the dog frederick so the dog went from fairfield to frederick god damn that's where they they caught the dog at it's nuts what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in the woods what do you mean just anything Uh, animal people uh, a couple different ones, like uh, you mean in terms of like an animal or like anything. I'm I have a story about an animal, but anything. Okay, really. so like years ago in Tawnytown, Dad and I, and it, it isn't weird because in the aftermath we knew where it came from, but Dad and I were calling these turkeys, and they kept gobbling and gobbling and gobbling, and they were held up in the neighbors, and then uh, like during that time, during the time it was held up in the neighbors it was um a peacock like came right to the edge of like our decoys are set up on a little knob Mm -hmm. and it had come in below us and it let out like a like with whatever screech they do and dad and i about crawled out of our skin yeah and then i didn't personally see it but years ago at deer camp while i was there there was an emu that had gotten out what at one of the uh, like farms miles away, and the guide went to the store on the other side of the mountain range and like three miles away and said, "Hey, one of my emus is out. It has a bell around its neck. It it it. I put a bell around its neck because it's always trying to get out. It's in the mountain somewhere. My grandfather, where he was hunting, could hear like." And then, and then finally, her like, ling, 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 ling. and here came a fucking emu sprinting up the ridge past him. Like yeah. he was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I should have told my story first. Then fuck. Which one's yours? Was I last year? I killed that buck uh, real early. Oh yeah. And you killed a deer too, right? No, you didn't hunt out of Ethan was hunting out of your blind, right? So I hunt at the top of a hill. Josh has a blind at the bottom of the hill, six, seven hundred yards apart. I killed a buck early in the morning last year. My nephew was hunting where he was, killed a doe. It was just a nice day. I'm sitting in there, and I was looking out down by where he hunts. I was like, holy crap, there's, there's, there's a turkey. That's cool. It's a, that's not a turkey. And it was a, an emu that got out on a farm, and it was just bebopping like a fucking dinosaur. Yeah. It's supposed to taste good. Well, apparently, emu meat is what it is. Emu. I watched a cat catch a mouse and then watched a hawk steal the mouse. That was pretty cool. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And I've also been sitting in a tree stand and had people just walk through our property on horses. 
How'd that turn out? <laughs> it didn't turn out well for them. <laughs> <laughs> I almost shot a horse with my bow. <laughs> I was like, I was ready to pull it back. Oh, one time in Thurmont at the, at the Catoctin watershed, when I was younger, dad and I were up there hunting and it was rifle season. So we have orange on <clears throat> these people on horseback come up the trail behind me. It's yes. Horses can use it, but it is a, like an access path. And that we were probably five, 600 yards from the road. And I hear somebody talking and I'm like, Oh shit, there's joggers. There's a buck on the ridge. And this was, this was back when we didn't like manage deer. We did. It was like, I'm on public land. We're, this is all we had to hunt. We're, I'm shooting it. It was like, I think a six or a little six or an eight point. And I see it coming through the laurel thicket out in front of me and I can't get a shot. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm like, all right, it gets over here. I'm going to get a shot. It bails. And I'm like, what the fuck? Here's somebody talking. I'm sitting 30 yards maybe from the trail and here come two or three people on horses no brown horses, no orange, like coming through the woods. I, in that moment, I thought I was young, but I thought to myself, I should just shoot into this fucking tree and see if the horse bucks somebody and takes off. Cause they, what a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. To not, to not worry about other people in that moment. That's a real, I've all, I've always said not, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but I've always said that we have to pay, hunting license fees to do what we like to do in the wilderness. Yeah. People who utilize the mountain should have to have a, a car pass. That's that's some sort of mm-hmm. hiking path or something because they should have to be beholden to some sort of rule. Yeah. Hey, if it's hunting season, you follow hunting season rule. Like, right. but they, they kind of disrespect it. And also they don't pay for any of it. Right. It's fucking my money going towards shit like that. Well, I know like out West, <clears throat> I know like Montana and some of the bigger like prairie states or people hunt, they literally have, you go into these access things. The only thing I can compare it to that I've seen and people have told me, it looks like the fire trails like they have on the Eastern shore where they cut the big roadways mm-hmm. and they'll have a gate across that. And it'll have a green tag or a red tag. One of them means somebody's hunting. One of them means it's open. So when you go into that area, you know of you know there. someone's in there. So I mean that's that's a little bit different. But like, can you? I, there needs to be something like that. I mean, Cadoris actually the last couple of years started putting signs up, like active hunting area. This is the hunting, you know, whatever. So well, good for them. At least they're doing something. You know, they they could stop draining the fucking lake, but. <laughs> Yeah, at least they're doing something to fucking help out. I have a funny story about them. A couple of years ago, the water was down nowhere near where it is now, but it was down pretty far. And I was out by the dam, the deep end. And for for those who haven't been out there, there's some really deep parts of that where there's no shoreline at all. It's cut man-made, so yeah, it just yeah. drops. So yeah. when the water's high, there's the woods and then there's water. So there was almost like a wall. So the water's down. There's this little wall. We were hunting from a boat. I got out. I'm taking a leak. Got my waders down, my my donger in my hand, taking a leak. And I look up, and there's just people walking above me on this trail. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey. Hey. Pay no attention to you. <laughs> the, man, the man in the rocks. <laughs> the man with the cocks. Forget about that guy. <laughs> it's that – that entire Cador situation we've we've talked to I don't we I think we've all talked about it yeah. before on here. But it's just it's gotten so bad and I 
it drives me crazy that um, the part of the water that they distribute is to keep the water deep enough in the creek below the dam to help the quote-unquote native, the stocked native brown trout that they put in that creek, when in a natural situation, guess what? This drought year would have probably fucking killed them. And like we, we can say what we want, but like, okay, so yes, the paper mill's taking their water, but they're also keeping up a solid enough flow to make sure that these trout are surviving. Meanwhile, completely fucking the lake. And it's like, you guys made a decision to stock trout below a dam, knowing that droughts happen and knowing you were going to have to suck this motherfucker dry to keep these trout alive in a drought situation. And it it is such a blunder by Pennsylvania in fucking general uh, that they allotted those trout to go in there. Let, let alone fucking the fact that the paper mill contract was signed in 1960, whatever the fuck. But well, here's what I'll, I'll blow your mind with this. I don't know if I've ever told you that brown trout aren't even native to America. They're introduced as a sport fish a long time ago. So that's not even that whole argument's retarded, anyways. You know, they were introduced here from Europe in the uh, 17 or 1800s. They were brought over here for people to fish and have a food source. I mean, they've taken off and have, have, have probably the 1700s because they did it with carp too. Yeah. They brought that's where uh, all those grass carp was because in Europe they were like, yeah, we have them in all these ponds and we love to eat them. Yeah. And they put them in our river system. They were like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> these things are gross. <laughs> <laughs> these things suck and they're everywhere. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Gross. You don't like to eat carp? I don't eat the weird things that you eat, Josh. Okay. Josh ate a buffalo head and said it was good. It was amazing. Dude, dude you want to hear some cool shit? I told you guys earlier that the divers had showed up in November and they were there for a while. We shot the, the day that we shot a bunch of birds, I took a bunch home to, to eat. And obviously everybody says canvas back is like the best diver. It was good, but the buffalo heads and the lesser blues tasted the same. They were all, fatty as fuck like a, a quarter inch of fat on all of those birds the only bird that sucked was sticky oily dark dark red that almost purple red yeah was the greater bluebill we shot and hmm. he must have he must have just showed up because chuck said they had showed up in november and those birds had been just loafing on the flats and they were all packed with fat best diver light colored like mallards the best divers I've ever fucking eaten. The the breast meat was the same color as a puddle duck. And mm. they all cooked up and tasted fantastic. They didn't taste like puddle duck. Yeah. They still had a slight diver taste, but I made a gumbo out of them after I tasted the canvas back. Chopped them all up, made a gumbo, and took it to Christmas, and everybody destroyed it. Yeah. Like, people who don't eat duck were like, this is really good. I'm like, yeah, these are fucking fantastic. These are diver ducks. Yeah, these are good. I don't believe you guys, but whatever. You guys it's are eating. Fine. You guys are eating some fucking it. good diver duck. Fuck a puddle duck, man. We <laughs> diver duck around here. Chesapeake Bay boys. That's all I got. For. Hey, there is there is something about when people like tell me that they waterfowl hunt, and then they say, "Yeah, like, yeah, well, I like to goose hunt, or I like to." 
we shot some mallards, and I'm like, <laughs> I got up at fucking midnight. <laughs> I never went to sleep. I drove three hours. We we shot four ducks that taste like a bag of donkey dicks. <laughs> That's a man right there. <laughs> Still ate them though. Suck it up. Now, if you if you know how to if you know how to cook, they're good. I yeah. I swear. I, you know, I've had I've had buffalo head and like a cream of crab. We've talked about that a couple of times on here. Like a cream of crab type thing. Man, it's delicious. I wouldn't fry one up just to eat it like that. I, I just wanted you, to taste if it. it. If it's medium one. rare and it's and it Dude. is a little fatty, it's salt and pepper. It's not bad. Medium rare, but but I like liver. So like I grew up eating liver mm. and onions all the fucking I love time. Liver, me too. So so diver duck gives kind of gives me that flavor. I don't like puddle ducks. A different flavor. It's a duck flavor. When when yeah. you have pecking duck or whatever, it's all those domestic ducks taste like. Did I fucking tell you? And I don't. I don't mean to. Did I? Did I? I might have told you. I heard on the Meat Eater podcast. You might have heard this on the Atlantic Flyway. Ninety-eight percent of mallards that are shot have the have lineage of farm-raised mallard ducks from Europe. I did hear. I did hear that. That, that which I is know that. which I they probably all taste the same, but I'm right. it's it's amazing to yeah. me. It's like because so many uh, around the Chesapeake Bay, and this isn't just now where there's less birds. Years ago, in the early 1900s, guys would raise 500 yeah. mallards and release them, and then they would live right where they were fed, and they would take guys out and just slam birds. Like I was trying to get. Our buddy Goldhammer that we hunt with. There's a nesting mallard pair that always nests in his mom's. Trying to shoot him next to his mom's pool. Who's this? Goldhammer, and they laid a bunch of eggs. And I'm like, bro, he has ducks at his house. Yeah, go steal them eggs. I was like, go steal the eggs, raise them up, then breed them with your ducks, and then let them go. Yeah. And then also in all these crazy hybrids out here that we can shoot. <laughs> You know, well, we're not getting into the hybrid talk tonight. We always talk about it. <laughs> Lee killed a hybrid once. He gave it to me and I ate it. <laughs> That's all right. Where is Lee? Where? I don't know. Have Sorry. you ever met Lee? <laughs> <laughs> I think one time we were shooting fake ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Lee. Love you, dude. Lee. He's getting ready to go to Massachusetts on the Eider hunt. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. He'll get COVID before that. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps saying he's going to invite me down, that he's going to go do a turn and burn down to Assateague, and he's never said anything. No, that's what we should do tomorrow morning. You want to go? I can't. I got to work. Fucking God damn it. Work sucks, Josh. Call out. I, I was already I waking call, up at 12.15. I so can't I call out of a snowstorm. <laughs> Why not? Because I can't call I can't out of make it because of a snowstorm. Can't do it. I'm sorry. The house you put me up in is I'm snowed in. That's funny because we've given you the equipment to get out of this house. Bingo. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> gah, gah. That's not a seagull, I swear to God. Pass me the Pop-Tarts. I am not sitting on the shoreline right now. Let's do all right. Okay, listen, I want to ask you guys a, a survey question right now. How often do we think about the Roman Empire? Not often. <laughs> Every day. Every day. How often do I think about pussy? Every, every minute. Every 35 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all of those are true. Um, I like to do taxidermy. I like all that stuff. I like to get it when I uh, kill the ducks. 
What's your favorite blind snack? We pop tarts, right? You don't eat snack because you're just fucking hardcore dipping whatever you have out there. That's it. Favorite blind snack? Yeah. Copenhagen straight, baby. Okay, but that would compound to what I'm talking about. I thought it'd be cool if I killed a buffalo head, which I've had before, or killed something like that. Nothing crazy. And I got it mounted like people do on ammo boxes if I got it mounted on a Pop-Tart box. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. My favorite deer hunting snack is uh, zebra cakes. I, we always yeah, get zebra good. cakes for uh, yeah. Virginia. And then by the time I eat them, I've saddled my pack twice. <laughs> and they're smash <laughs> They're still awesome. <laughs> Uh, I have to say, probably uh probably uh tasty cake donuts. The little the little chocolate donuts. I always get that when we go duck hunting. Wouldn't it be cool to have you see guys get them mounted on like he's got one right there, like an old an old ammo box. Maybe I should get maybe I should get one mounted on a peanut butter and jelly box. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. What happened with that? You remember the Merganser this year at Assateague. (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, well, I had an empty box of Uncrustables. Oh, you put, he <laughs> in, put it in, in there. Bag. He put this fucking duck. No, 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 no. no. Let me, hold on. We had to hike back like 700 yards through the marsh, through the marsh and through the water. So I wasn't trying to carry an extra like, thing. Like a dragon. So I had an song. empty. I had an empty peanut butter box of Uncrustables so through I, the marsh. I, yeah. So I put the merganser in the box and put the box in my duck bag. And I'm carrying it back, and we get back, and they're like, "Where's your bird?" So I pulled no, it out. And I no, <laughs> that's not what happened. What happened is you laid your bag on the ground, and we're like, "Oh, blind snacks! Ugh, what the fuck? There's a duck in here!" <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, uh, you, you said that's those are my blind snacks. <laughs> right? I'm gonna eat this merganser, which I didn't. Yeah, mergansers are the the one waterfowl that we shoot that I actually. And this this kind of comes from hunting with Chuck. He pick it, he picks and he won't even shoot buffalo head sometimes. Like he picks and chooses because de- sometimes we have like these bang up hunts and he's like, ah. you know, like we had ruddy ducks landing in the decoys while the canvas back when I shot the two cans, all these ruddy ducks were flooding in right on top of the water and just let, cu- cupping in belly first. Mm. And I'm just like, oh god, oh god, oh god. And there's, but there's like a thousand camas back servers. I would have shot all those coots. But we, (laughs) I, I, me and this guy Mike did that last year. Chuck, Chuck came to clean them up and was like, what the fuck? (laughs) So, like, it's, we, you know, I've kind of gotten that. So, last year, Kadoris, we had common hens fly in. And the guy that was with us or with me, he's like, hey, man, what are these? And I was like, you can shoot them. He's, He's like, can I? I was like, yeah, but I'm, he's like, you're not shooting them. I was like, I've shot so many fucking copper <laughs> It's like, I'm not. I'm just yeah. not. Because it's, that is the one, like all diver ducks, I will eat. Even ruddies. And ruddies are pretty rough. That's the one animal that I'm like, eh. My dog wouldn't eat Why that. do you smell like that, yeah. bitch? Like, my, like I, I browned it up. I put it in a brown gravy. And my dog was like, I'm not, I'm not touching this. No, this isn't for me. This either. isn't for me. So it just yeah. went out in the woods. And How are you getting your canvas back now? Flying? So I don't know if you remember, but in um, in Garrett's basement, you come down the stairs. There is a there's a couple canvas back mounts, but there's one canvas back with a hen below him, mm-hmm. and they're both coming off the wall. Okay, and they're cupped like kind of turning, but they're flying off so they, so that people can walk and like kind of like see right. the whole way around okay. the yeah, bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what 
that's how I'm going to do it. Get it on a piece of driftwood. And I think I'm going to take these. I got two uh, pictures of a canvasback decoy and, and the cans flying up top. I think I'm going to move some things around and put him, him in between those two. I might even take him in the house, if you know, depending on how this. Do you have t- stuff in your house? I do. I have turkeys and I have uh, a deer and stuff, but I all the ducks I brought out here. But let me ask you a question. So I gave you that card that I got in Outer Banks of a Goose. I have a canvas back one. Would you rather have that one? No, the goose is cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll probably put it up. I'll put it up in here somewhere. But there's a cool store down there, literally called the Bird Store. And it's like something you'd see on the Chesapeake, like for Job's. These guys, old lady, old man live there. I think they carve some of them, but they collect old decoys from all over the country. I mean, there's guys coming there spending a thousand bucks. Yeah, or more. A couple hundred bucks. I saw a guy buy an old carved seagull decoy. People used to throw those out a long time ago. I don't oh, know the history for that. I wish you could shoot those things. Well, yeah, say the history is you used to be able to. Right. Kill anything. Well, I guess it's probably good. Even if you couldn't shoot it, it's probably a good confidence if you're going to put some out there. It's like sandpiper decoys. It's a big thing out of Shinkatee. All the de- decoy carvers will carve these little sandpipers that have little pegs on the bottom of them. And th- yeah. then they'll give you a base you can put them in. Mm-hmm. But the history is you would just stick them in the sand, sit in the marsh grass, and these sandpipers like beep, 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 <laughs> land, and you just doze them. Oh, yeah. And that's. That's actually why they were endangered at one point, mm. just because. It's a cool store. So I got those cool, uh, they're like these hand-drawn. I have a picture of one I'll send a post when, we, when this comes out. This is cool, like pen and ink drawn. It's a greeting card, but it would look cool in a frame I gave to Mike earlier. Uh, I never, I bought a, a, a carved, it's not a decoy, it's just a carved uh, shoveler last year down there. Just cool looking on the shelf. This year I bought a, those cool postcards. And I bought an old, it's not a like a pond rod, but it's not an offshore rod, but I bought like this weird in-between from the 50s fishing rod with a cork handle down there. It was like four bucks. I'm like, that's I'm, I'm taking this. Yeah. It's coming home with me. It's kind of quirky. Kind of quirky. Yes. The, uh, that Zebco 33 I got out of that same tackle box I showed you guys at the striper stuff. And as well as the, um, those Langley Yeah, those are cool things. Man. And so I, um. I kept that for now. I I know it's not worth anything, but I thought it was cool. So cool. I set it up there because when I was a kid, that's what we used. Like yeah. that. we'd oh, go yeah. catfishing with those. Um, but yeah, no. Um, so this year, this year I shot the the redhead. That was like my bucket list bird because I hadn't shot one. Uh-huh. And uh, funny story, I had the guy had shot a hen canvasback. It was his first canvasback. I had shot a, a big Drake bluebill off the left side. They landed in the decoys. Right after that, this redhead was coming in, and I off our, off the left side, but it was his turn to shoot first. And I knew what it was. I'm like, hey, I, all I said was bird right here. He picked his gun up, and by luck, complete luck, it clicked. Like for me, complete luck. His gun clicked, and I swung around and made a passing shot like in front of him. And shot it, and it landed in the water, mm. and I was like, "Oh my god!" Because I knew exactly what it was. He's like, what "Was that bluebill?" I said, "No, that was a redhead." He's like, "Fuck!" Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, so I shot my redhead. So now I don't really have. I don't really have anything. I haven't thought about it really. Have you seen? 
like the shoulder mount taxidermy ducks people yeah doing. they're so dumb <laughs> i i think they were i saw one individually that didn't look cool i saw a guy that had a wall of them and that looked kind of cool and then i see them now they're putting them on a mount with a shotgun shell okay that's and it actually cool. looks cool but actually garrett the guy that does our taxidermy told me that it's really not the mold is actually just as expensive yeah almost as as the, full body the full body one, so it's only it's not that much cheaper to get it done. Well, it's just I know a space the thing. there's a guy in the one guy in Georgia is doing them on shotgun shells. Yeah, and his the ones he's they're doing um, instead of being like three hundred for his ducks, it's one fifty yeah. or something for the to to me major not ma- not majority some ducks it's different, but majority of the color that I want in a mount. Like, if you did a mallard like that, it'd be like, that's cool, but you don't get the curl area. With the hen, you don't get all that fucking yeah. pretty, the pretty feathering. And, you know, with a bluebill, I want to see the back of it. Right, right, right. I, I want people to see all of the duck when yeah, I, I get say, it mounted. Like the redhead, I mean, you wanted to see more than just the head. I mean, you want to see the coloring right. of everything. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. And I, that's, that's why to me, it's not, unless for some, Odd reason I was getting like a diver hen mounted. That's the only position yeah. I could see. Otherwise, because they're all gray and ugly or brown. Like, yeah. But otherwise, I don't. I just don't see it. If I'm going to spend the money, I'm going to sp- spend the money and just. I have an old squall hen. Taxidermy idea. What? A hooded hen coming out of a peanut butter and jelly box. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. I'm not going to do that. I might do it for your birthday. <laughs> Hood, hoodie? What, all right, all right. You tell me. What do you think the ugly hoodie hen is the ugliest fucking waterfowl? I think they're pretty. Yeah, they look like fucking Woody Woodpecker. Yeah. They really R- do. Ruddy, ruddy hens and drakes this time of year ugly. If you if you can go down south where they're more colored and and stuff like that, but if they're just but ruddies, yeah, they don't they don't get they don't naturally get that color until they. Their breeding season is like April. It's like in the spring, right? Scoter yeah. hens are pretty ugly too. Yeah. Um, well, the, yeah. the the common scoter I shot, the the pattern on the feathers wasn't it, it was dull, but it wasn't like ugly looking. Is it a common or a surf scoter hen? Common, I think. But the the one I shot was like it was like brown and black. Yeah. But I mean, a, talk about ugly. How about some of the taxidermy on that duck hunting page? Do you think those guys are trolling or they're actually like some some of them are? I can I can kind of tell, but some of them I can't tell. Like some of them I'm like, Yeah, there's some that you're like, did you let your buddy like the one guy the other day said yesterday maybe said, Hey, I got my mallard back from last year. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? And the picture he took Is that the flying one or the standing one? The well, so the the flying one, I saw people saying great mount, but if you zoomed into the neck and head, it was it was a little busted. Yeah. But the the other one, the standing one, was very bad, and I oh, think yeah. that one was fake because it couldn't have been. Yeah. It was so bad. But I, I have a good deal worked out with Garrett. I'm not going to say on the air. I'll tell you guys afterwards. Or I don't always have to pay that much money. Nice. It's not sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, so I'm real good friends with a guy that that mounted my first couple birds. Um, my pheasants and you're gonna say, and I know what he's gonna say, and my wood ducks. He he mounted my my first ringneck pheasant, giving me the finger. 
<laughs> like, because it's got the three on the feet. It's got the three. I don't know what they're called. What are they called? Claws. Are they claws on the bottom? No. Whatever. Talons. Whatever. On the bottom of a... Toes. Yeah. Anyway, he <laughs> mounted and given me the finger. So every bird I give him, he fucking bends the middle one up in the foot. He doesn't give me the finger every single time. He didn't charge me shit for him, but... That is one thing. It's just like tattoos. It's the one thing that I will spend up on because I want... When people walk in here, I want them to... And Garrett's done, obviously, a great job. Yeah, the, yeah. That Mallard Drake, him itself, mm-hmm. wasn't the greatest. I and mean, he's fine. I got those mounted because that hen is so fucking pretty. Her, her, yeah. her coloring's so great. But I... Uh, like, these all these ducks that he's done for me and that I have there at his house, like... They're all good, and I, I'm willing to go to somebody who's oh yeah, who's good because you, he does great job. So you dropped your canvas back mm. off. What else do you have out there? Wood duck. Mm. That, that's it right now. I, I almost did take the redhead too, but and I would have, but because I have the deer, mm. in for a good five five fifty, uh, Deidre was like. How much you gonna spend? Yeah, you might want to chill. Out I was like, bit. yeah, you're right. It's a business I, expense. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the office, which actually this is considered my office. Bingo. Tax write off. Yeah, you were networking with your hunting buddies down there. You were probably trading business cards. It's all business expense. Oh, you wait till I got enough money in the bank, and we're gonna be going on these like extravagant, extravagant guided hunts. Because then I can actually tax write it off. Yeah. Because I can actually take people, but you guys actually have to give me like a hundred thousand dollars in work. <laughs> no. Okay, here's what I will do: you nah. can clean up all the shells. <laughs> so the new business we started, we actually and bring the, the estate prep. We do we do a lot of higher end stuff. You going more into that now? Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot more money in it, and people are more apt to spend money when I say, hey, I'll do all this work for you, and you don't have to pay me until you sell the house. And they're like, eh. And so they're they're more willing to do it that way. Cool. Coolie, coolie. That is cool. What do you guys want to uh, – what do you guys have on the list? Though? What do you, I know you still want to shoot a redhead, you said. I want to shoot a redhead. I've killed bluebills before, but again, earlier in the year, so they didn't have all their color. I, I killed a big one. Uh, the greater one in acetate a couple years ago, but didn't have all its color yet. So yeah, I like to kill a nice blue bill. Uh, we're actually trying to go to Hart Miller uh, in a couple of weeks if we can line it up. Someone that has a boat. Don't look at me. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Okay. Anyways, uh, I know they're kind of generic, but I'd like to kill some sea ducks. I'd like to get in after those. You know, that's the one thing I've never, uh, I've never even thought about. Like it's just, it just isn't like a there's there's yeah. puddle ducks there's diver ducks that I've I've kind of bounced between those two but I've never I'm definitely the guy for anything I'll get in my head oh I'm gonna shoot this fucking eight point man I'm waiting <laughs> for this and then the first doe that walks out I'm wasting and I'm the same way with ducks I'll wait you know if there's kind of stuff coming in and coots are coming in I'm gonna shoot all of those yeah you know it was so hard for me not like. When the other more and it was good I didn't because I yeah. shot the redhead like yeah. while the coots were there but. I I just want, I was like, dude, we can probably shoot like you can drive the boat through those coots, yeah. and all they'll do is scatter to the sides and they go whoop, right yeah. back together. So if you shoot into them, they do the same thing. They just kind of like, yeah. and then they come right back. 
And I was like, man, we could fuck. We could shoot like probably eight of these. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> let's just fucking shoot. I'm them. not. I, I wouldn't mind a nice hooded, nice stud hooded. That's that. That is the one thing. That, I actually just want to go out. I mean, you talked about, I wouldn't mind just a big fat common uh, one. I've never killed a common merganser. I, we, I haven't gone to my spot. Like, because the weather's been so bad, the commons have been very thin on yeah. Linoxy. Yeah. If we got a, like two years ago, we got a week where it was like eight degrees on, on Saturday. If we got one of those, that would be, actually tomorrow when we float it, I'll know. And then if I know, then like next weekend, they'll still be around. They'll still be I w- eating I fish. will not be but, a bajayjay this year. Because he asked me twice last year. I'm like, it's really cold outside. Who's Who did? He asked you? Yeah. That's that's really when you any. get like groups of thirty commons to land in the decoys yeah. when you have, and they're dumb as a box of bricks. So you all you have to do is put out a couple mojos, and the mallards will fly over you and be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. And then five minutes later, thirty commons will just <laughs> right in the fucking decoys. You can stand up; they'll be like, right like they're <laughs> they're just idiots. They're fucking they're dumb as shit. I shot one a couple years ago. Well, me and Goldhammer shot together, but Josh yeah. shot from across the lake. He's actually getting that mounted. He should have that done here soon. I got a mallard, a big fat, I killed it that quick. I mean, just a monster farm mallard I got mounted. Should be done soon. I got a gorgeous ringneck drake. Uh, he's doing for me. Um, should be done anytime here soon. So That's another duck I've never shot, ringneck. You got that at Cadoris. So did I. I killed a, I killed a ringneck at Cadoris. You've killed. I, I mean, we talk about every time we're in You jogging. got you killed that fucking spoonie. That's that is a duck that I yeah fucking hen that, spoonie though. That's no, and, it was a and drink. we it just wasn't all no, it was a hen and, and we probably we we probably wouldn't catch a on a on a normal year we wouldn't catch like a full plume spoonie drake acadorus yeah but it it just it, no matter where I I would have I will shoot it or whatever I just I really want a nice spoonbill. So how do you feel? And I, I don't care personally. I'm just making conversation. I watch some of these hunting videos. These guys that don't shoot hens. What's your take on that? Do you care? Do you not care? I think it's dumb. Yeah. yeah. And well, we we live in an area where for us, a lot of the guys you see that aren't shooting hens are in Arkansas. Right. And there's so many greenheads around that yeah. they're only shooting greenheads and they're only shooting drakes. Yeah. Because because of opportunity, like yeah. uh, my buddy Kurt is leaving to Sunday to go to Arkansas. He goes every year. We just got this huge cold front. They're gonna annihilate. Like oh, yeah. he'll he'll come back home with a chest cooler full of fucking birds. Like he will speckle bellies, fucking pintails, everything. The wing. That's a hen. Sure, sure. Let me see. Anyway, I don't really have any. I guess I, I guess a Drake hooded, yeah. and maybe a Drake wood duck. You've never killed a Drake wood duck. I've never, right. ki- I've never killed a Drake wood killed duck. A couple wood ducks. I've killed, yeah, I've killed three hen wood ducks. It look, it looks like a hen to me. Yeah, it looks right. like a yeah. Unless it's like a very juvenile male, but we'll call Doctor Duck on the way home. Doctor, I don't know. I've also never killed a uh, a greater bluebill. I've killed a lesser. See, I've never killed a lesser. I've killed a lot of both, and the the graders are, uh, in my opinion, a prettier bird when they're full plume. They're yeah. pretty. That's they're also twice that, the size. That's a grader right yeah. there. But he, 
that one doesn't have a full black bar on the belly. That was the first grader I'd ever shot, Drake. But yeah, I wouldn't mind some teal. I've got shooting at teal a bunch. Never, never killed one. I sh- we we killed a couple. Lee and I a couple years ago in Aztec, and they fell in the marsh, and we didn't have a dog. <coughs> and we, we okay, just, I'll I'll put a blue wing teal on my list, on my yeah. hit list. I'd like to kill a blue wing. I've never killed a teal at all. Do you ever rent them at your house? I'd like huh? to kill. No, they haven't been. They haven't been back in a while. Mm-hmm. I did see a pair of hooded mergansers though. Cool, full. Yeah, both of them. That is cool on my pond, but my pond is still, God, seventeen, eighteen feet down. Really? Yeah. I did see a cool thing talking about guys that shoot hens. This, this one group has a like a whoever shoots the first hen has to buy breakfast for everybody. I thought that was kind of cool. How much are doing something like Dude, that? Dude, I would have to buy breakfast all the time. <laughs> they call me a Susie Slayer. Like, no. that's, that's just what I am. No, nobody would be buying breakfast half the time because we don't shoot any birds. <laughs> that's true. This year we're just going to go hungry. Yeah, I haven't. They, you know what they call those guys on that show? I'm going to start calling you that now. They call him the Henneral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Salute the Henneral. <laughs> Motherfucker. I'm the only one that killed a bird. No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I if, you're, if you're hunting in an area where you you have the ability to shoot so many birds. Right. And somebody shoots a hen, it's like, hey, man, we have these limits. And we, we literally right. are about to limit out and it's 8 a.m. Yeah. So it, it makes sense. Here, if I have a drake and a hen mallard. Locked up on the de- juvenile Drake and a hen mallard locked up on the decoys. Right, they're fucking getting it. Like I, I'm not gonna bypass birds I could shoot because if I do, no, I, I guarantee you I'm not getting another fucking opportunity. Like, well, it kind of goes out to the whole thing. I mean, you're duck hunting. They're ducks. We're gonna shoot them, right? Correct. You know, like there's guys that go out west, uh, the real hardcore pheasant hunters that go to South Dakota or. Oh, this place out there, and they won't shoot the hens. They 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 bust out of there, you know. Like, she's right. looking at there, Josh. I'm trying to pull up something for you guys because it's really funny. Is that a picture of? No, it's literally just one of those like meme, meme things. But I have terrible service in your shop. Don't do it. Don't say that. I don't need the government knowing that. Because this is my office. Yeah, this is. We take phone calls here. Yeah, I like your desk. Your office desk. Anyway, just read what that says. The moment you found out the value of shooting a female wood duck over your ability to ever hear again. The the moment you find out that I value shooting oh, a female wood you. duck <laughs> over your ability to you. ever You're hear moving. again. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I, I will blow somebody's eardrums out to shoot, a, to, to shoot a, a head mallard. Because uh, earplugs are for pussies. Yeah, that's right. But we don't have long to go yet until... Season's over. We're down. I mean, really, we're in the stretch weeks? right now. And Pennsylvania's out. So Maryland goes. Weeks, yeah. Maryland goes till almost February, right? Yeah, the end of January. Pennsylvania is like another two or three weeks. So, and then we're gonna try for some geese. Gonna take us some geese. We're gonna take us some geese. <laughs> <laughs> Slinking some stew at the hawkers in the field. Kill us some geese. For those of you that don't know, Mike just disappeared. He has a tendency of doing that. Small bladder. He walks out to pee. If we're ever on the show, and you hear us start making weird songs, that's because he's gone. That's because Mike walked away. We're going to shoot some fucking <laughs> <laughs> Not ducks. 
Not ducks. We're going to shoot some geese. Are you going to bring that awesome call that you brought last year? Not (laughs) ducks. The shaker? Yeah. (laughs) You ever seen a shaker duck call before, dude? Yeah, like little squirrel calls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just no, I'm good. Thank you. They they weren't expecting it, and I pulled out this big black fucking <laughs> dog duck call last year. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Dude. Oh, this man. call's name's Tyrone. Because <laughs> you're supposed to shake it, and it sounds like a feeder. Yeah. But if you pump it, <laughs> <laughs> it makes it quacks. So it comes. Yeah, that's right. You beat it hard, man. Quack, 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 quack. Oh, man. Oh, we can only hunt there until they start spreading the poopa. <laughs> Mike was there when that guy was spreading the poopa. Yeah? Yeah. He brings yeah. out the poopa and he spreads out the poopa. I think the geese messed us up that day. Was we put geese maybe, out? Maybe, but like, I normally ducks like geese. They, I, I don't think they it. get scouts just telling Josh this on the way here. I think there's just so much open space there. That they don't get like flared off. They're just like, oh, we'll just land up here. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're yeah. just like, I'm exactly. not going to come down there. So I'm actually, I'm trying to talk him into like not taking decoys and just setting up there. And they're just going to go there anyways. You, you see know, what happens. At max, at max, maybe just doing like two mallards in the yeah. middle of the. the I group. actually was thinking. Because that actually might look more natural. Right. Because a lot of those birds that we saw, it looked, were moving in groups of two, four, right. three, two. But. I was actually thinking about the the little runoff stream behind us there. That would probably be a really good spot for that bluebird the splasher there to make a little noise there and splash into that. So, You know what we ha- I haven't done in a long time is the uh, What's Been Pissing You Off segment because I don't, I don't do that okay. uh, podcast anymore. So I wanted to ask you guys, has anything been really – Fucking irking your irking you? Yes, what? I have one. Do it. I have Say one. It. So we've been doing this sea duck hunting down in Chesapeake Bay, and it drives me fucking crazy when you're out there and you got all your decoys set up <clears throat> and your boat's anchored and you're not fucking moving, and then all of a sudden this fucking fisherman comes rolling right through your goddamn decoys. Oh, it makes me so mad. Oh man. Because there's no fun, like there's no common courtesy. Like you were talking about the people walking, no, not, running not the trails. Like you see us out here, you see the decoys behind the boat. Like, like the guys last year, Cadors, who were paddling while there were geese in, like outside the decoys, were paddling past my decoys. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, that um, that really pisses me off. Like I understand it's public see, space. I I think yesterday, no joke. I think I lost a job yesterday because I was a hunter. The lady kept looking at the back of my truck at my stickers. I had bid the job low because I was just going to, it was going to take me like two hours, but I didn't give a shit. I wanted to make a little money before the weekend, bid the job low. And then she never answered me until 8 p.m. last night and said, sorry, I went with somebody else. And I was, she kept looking at the back of my truck. And I was like, why the fuck does she keep looking at the back of my truck? I think she drove a Subaru hatchback. <laughs> and I, I swear, I think that she didn't. T- she didn't fucking call me back because of the old, old lesbian, huh? Yeah, not the stereotype, but she was probably a dink. <laughs> no, she was British. Oh, oh. she's a dab. Where, I, where I'm, <laughs> where I'm from, we don't <laughs> shoot duckies. Hello, governor. Where I'm from, we don't shoot them. We shoot. We leave duckies on the pond. Yo, fucking geese just shell over my yard all day long. <laughs> Oh, rot. 
I have to go to college to get a degree to hunt on the, on the king's land. You want to talk about that? That doesn't piss me off. We never talked about that last year. Technically, you guys don't address me properly. I'm I have sorry. a title. I'm sorry. What is your I title? I have a title. Oh, yeah. Didn't you get like... <laughs> I, I am a lord. <laughs> yeah, you got a lord. I'm a lord. I, I bought one of those COVID fucking things that were all over Facebook years <laughs> ago. It was a cool story, okay? I kept seeing them, and it said, oh, you can buy land and title in Scotland or England. And I'm like, who the fuck would do that? <laughs> and it kept popping up. And then I found this one, and I bought it, and I gave it to my wife, and I said, hey, you know, I didn't remind me the whole sentimental <laughs> uh, thing where I was like, hey, you know, so I treat you like a princess, now you're royalty. And they send you this cool thing. It was 50 bucks, 40, 50 bucks. This is completely for brownie points. I just wanted to know. <laughs> totally cool. Uh, no, I bought it because the plaque is awesome. <laughs> you, you, buy, you basically buy part of this like nature preserve over there. Like You give them like money. Like, help them run. Right. And, all that stuff. and they give you like three square feet or yard of property that's in your name. Like people that buy bricks at like yeah. colleges and stuff like that. That is the greatest gimmick in the world. It's almost as good as people who buy stars. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's dumb too? No, I'm just kidding. I own a half acre of land on the boot. <laughs> the dark side? No, light side. Oh. Right, next, right next to the Sea of Tranquility. <laughs> Anyways, so they sent me this awesome it's package. It's directly adjacent. <laughs> I got this cool stuff and it says, I'm, we shoot Canada's there. <laughs> Is there a Nazi base there? Possibly. Possibly. I, I was just literally quoting the office, I waiting you for you guys to I was catch doing it. it. I did it too. I know. And it, but they sent me this cool thing. They actually sent me a thing that I can change my, my title on my license <laughs> to Lord. 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 I am the Lord of Hogan Manor. I own three square feet of in, uh, property in England. It's pretty cool. Are you Lord Chris Bookman the first? No, but that sounds awesome. <laughs> I do hate that. I don't hate it. I hate that the government in Britain does this, the, the UK. I hate that people over there aren't allowed to like partake in hunting. Like they they're just yeah. not. Like you have to go to a game preserve or you don't do it. Like yeah. I, it's like it's the US model is very nice. We we kind of get the nice. fucking hunt all over. Yeah. That's cuz they're too sweet. busy watching fucking cricket and wishing they were in America. Yeah, between America and New America. Zealand. America. Fuck yeah. How funny. I don't care how many times you've seen <laughs> that it. That stupid it's the eagle, one with the eagle. eagle with the arms. He's got like <laughs> AR 15. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Every time you watch it, it America. Lick my bum. <laughs> Suck on my balls. <laughs> do you do you ever listen to the uh, the jo- the protect our parks on Joe Rogan? I've not consistently. No, they they always play that. That's yeah. what it br- makes makes me think Hell about yeah. it. But those those guys are fucking hilarious. Oh England, <laughs> oh behave! <laughs> <laughs> you know, you ever seen memes where it's. It's like a cartoon with giant buck teeth. Yes. Like, and I'm like, that's how I think of them. <laughs> you guys hit it on the head. That's it. Oh, bring it to me from Worcestershire. Dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Hygiene of your mouth. <laughs> Orthodontist. Presidents. Wait, are we just naming things that don't exist in England? Yeah. <laughs> you mean a crumpet? <laughs> Bring me your tea, you scone wench. I sound like kind of like Snape. 
and the snake. Yeah. It's, it was deep. I'm into it. You know what I think is funny as fuck that I watch all the time on YouTube and stuff? That guy, Dane the Great, that does the Southern Dad. You ever seen that guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell you what I want to do. We'll give you a fresh three darts. <laughs> got lots of good prizes. Got the cat and hat, marijuana hat. <laughs> hey, hey, I got, I got to ask you something. Are you a dumbass <laughs> when he does the construction for you? I know you just didn't do that. You ever seen him when he rips his pants off and he's got the jean shorts on? Or, or when he, uh, it's, oh, it's uh, Matt Hardy. And he, and he walks out of the bathroom and he's like, oh, this water's on my hand. And then Matt Hardy's like, yeah. <laughs> I love that fucking shit. The scene where he's, he does security for Jelly Roll and he's like yes. screaming yeah. down the hallway, Excuse me! Got JR coming through here! That's where we're at right now. That trailed off again. Yeah, we t- we we have a tendency. I'm trying to choose deer tomorrow. I hope you do because I need one. So if you kill it, I want it. Oh, beard out of the beard out of the mic. <laughs> if you kill a deer, I want it. I wish I'd have got one this morning. We need we need one like one to two more. That's where I'm at. I mean, we eat a very uh, deer centric diet here, but the rest of my family doesn't. So I can get away with kind of at. October range picking at theirs, but uh, if Dad gets any more deer dogs made this year than I am booked, he'll take. I've been hooked on making deer meat shepherd's pies. Oh yeah, my family likes them. I do. I make those too. I like. I like them a lot. Take a puff pastry instead of like a a regular pie dough. Mm -hmm. Put it in a pan by itself, then you know your stew or whatever, and then put a layer of puff pastry over the top. Bake it, and the puff pastry hops up to like two inches thick. And mm. then when you cut through it, it's like it's like having biscuits and you know deer gravy or, or that stew. That sounds like an awfully British meal. It is British as fuck. It's the only thing I like from anything British. Actually, is that dish? Let's go eat. Oh, you know what? Pie. F- fish and You're chips. Classic British. Fish and chips. Doing- I, you know what I can't do? I can't do the same British voice. I do it different every time. I do something different. <laughs> You gonna get down there from Wessex, don't you? Know? Yeah, that's that. That's that. That that's like the the you deep get, British. You gonna get like the ones that just all they do yeah. is drink the pub all day. All right. So when we when we went to Smith Island as a family, we all went over on this like charter boat and saw everything. The people where we were at in Crisfield at the marina, there was a fishing boat of people from Crisfield on that fishing boat, and they were they were kind of just sitting on the boat smoking cigarettes. And they were talking, and Dad and I kept looking at each other like, what the fuck yeah. are they saying? It was it was like deep they talk, British like, yeah. accent. Yeah. Like deep we were like, what the fuck? It was guttural yeah. as shit. Like you couldn't you couldn't tell. They make cakes and talk weird down there. What they do. Hello, governor. Right, there you go. <laughs> well, nobody will admit it, but to be honest, there's like eight people on that island, so somebody made the cake. And then somebody outside of the island yeah. probably perfected it. Like, yeah. let's be honest. It probably took them three months to get enough ingredients yeah. to make one fucking cake. We need some cake ingredients over here. I don't. I think Who's got some eggs. I, I think I've talked. I think I've talked about it on here. But when we went over, they allowed us to ride golf carts around in to like see it. 
but these people are just living poor. So you're just yeah. you're just looking at them from a golf cart, <laughs> like living poor like, as fuck. Uh, when, better than you. Everything's windswept. So like the houses, the, the siding's falling off. Like, so we're all we're all like, what the fuck? But then there was a big blockade, and it was like, do not go past this. And Deidre and I drive. You go past their little dump. You like we go past their dump. We drive over this blockade. And we're sitting there. I'm looking past the blockade, and there's a strip of really nice houses. That those were the houses that were on the brochures. <laughs> when, when I got the tickets, I was like, "This place is beautiful." No, it's not. You can't fucking get over. You were like in a, you were like in a human safari, dude. <laughs> Uh, it it oh, really is. Some bread, did you? <laughs> Don't feed them from the golf cart. <laughs> well, so I, I, it's Don't so, feed them at all. You'll just attract them. You'll just encourage them to come back. Like seagulls. <laughs> it's, that book is somewhere here, but like the. Throw them some french fries and then <laughs> trick them with a cigarette. <laughs> so the, the Outlaw Gunner book that my mom got me, that was there. Well, online, you could get it for like 30 bucks or 25 bucks, yeah. whatever it was. There it was like forty nine ninety nine, and I'm and I'm like looking on. They have a little tiny museum slash gift thing, and people are buying all kinds of shit. I walked right up to the book section, looked at it, opened it, looked at the price, and was like, "That is way too much." <laughs> and then I started looking around, and all these people grabbing shit, and I'm like, "They've got all this shit shipped in here, yeah, on a boat. They're charging you way more than it's fucking worth." So you can say. Look at this beautiful jewelry I bought on Smith Island. <laughs> it was made from an oyster shell. Yeah. In southern China. <laughs> <laughs> that, that reminds me of this literally happened. Whoever listens to this, this is true. Look it up. In the late 1800s, early 1900s, they would put poor black families in little houses in zoos and people would come look at it. I'm not making I'm not being racist or funny. That was a thing that happened. This is the second time we've talked about a human zoo on this podcast. Human zoo? That's fine. That's whatever. That's a really cool uh um Twilight Zone. I don't know too. how to I was going to give you an answer, but I don't I can't. That's a true thing. Yeah. It really happened. Cuz we're not PC, but like I can't go that deep. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There was kind of a time on East Ave in Baltimore where it was like that. <laughs> <Yesterday>. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> Gary, did you see this shit? No, like when you when you talk to old like old white dudes who work construction around Baltimore and they'd yeah. be when I when I was doing it, and they'd they'd be like, Man, he's 70 years old, and he'd be like, When I was a kid, like there were no black people in Baltimore. And that, the reason it was Charm City is because it was fucking beautiful. <laughs> and now it's a shithole. But really, when you think about it, though, isn't TikTok like a human zoo type thing? Because that's all you look at is people doing fucked up shit on there, yeah. or people filming people tripping out in the streets. And yeah. I don't, I don't scroll it much because I just post to it. But I do every once in a while, late night, I might scroll a couple times, and the amount of funny shit that I see on TikTok is insane. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a TikTok, I said, but it's- I, I said, have you guys know who Shane Gillis is? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you get that cheese at, man? <laughs> okay, my kids say that. All right, so, so there was, there was a. Now it's a new video. Somebody just put it up, like some nineteen-year-old probably. When I was nine, eighteen, nineteen, everybody had jacked up diesel trucks and we did like dumb shit with them. There was a video, and it was like, uh, the caption said, "When the cops ask you, uh, 
who's been doing the burnouts all over town. And it's this kid's like really nice, like blah, 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 blah. And he's in trucks in there. And then it goes, it switches over to him. I'm making him a night. <laughs> and I was just for fucking 20 minutes last night dead. Yeah, I get sucked into these. I don't have TikTok, but I watch like Instagram reels and stuff like They're that. all the same. And it's all, it, right, it's all the same. And I get sucked into these things. What I can't stop watching is like real fucked up ones of like people like getting murked. Or getting yeah. hit by cars, like, like a, an Asian country, somebody gets yeah. hit by a bus, or somebody <laughs> gets hit by a bus. Or I cannot stop laughing at like dudes like in India that get fucking electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> They're just driving around, dudes on top of this truck like partying. They're like took over some country, and he sticks a stick up and hits a wire, and he just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! What just happened to me? See, I got stuck on because of you. I got stuck on because of you. People getting hit by cars in Russia, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> me and my sons watch that. There's always a guaranteed. Look it up. Whoever's still listening, look it up on YouTube. People getting hit by cars, Russia, because they all have. There's like apparently like big insurance scams over there where people try to get hit. So everybody's right. got dash cams. So they have dash cams in their cars over there. There's always some old lady that gets knocked over and loses her cartoon bag, <laughs> bag of groceries. There's like a stick of bread flying. One time the fucking funniest one, the fucking funniest one that I ever saw was a kid. That got he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> That's all you got to say. And he got fucking plowed. And he went through the air, not not in his chair, but in the same form as he was still in his chair. Like he was sitting there. Like the chair was CGI'd out. Ooh! Dude, hilarious, dude. <laughs> how how so, funny was that bike one I sent you the other week? Of those dudes just eating it on the bike. Do you guys? Do you ever watch the ones with uh, like uh, stray tires? Like yes, it'll be a tire yeah. and then crush the body. Oh. Or something. So funny enough, the other day my buddy, like three three days ago, buddy Snapchats me. He's driving up 140 in Emmitsburg. He's like, watch this shit. His tire's gonna come off. His tire's gonna come like it's wobbling. You see it. He's taking a video. It's probably three minutes the whole time he's videoing. All of a sudden, tire comes off, and he goes, oh, my God, he's in that car. And it, it bounces midair and just crushes. Like, it fucking destroys the side of this car. And I was like, oh, my God, he saw one of those videos in real time. So here's, here's a not-so-funny story. Uh, last year, we took our car in to get some work done. The next day, my wife is driving it, and right at your aunt and uncle's house, or whoever lives there, uh, she's driving down the road. She hits the railroad tracks. Her passenger side tire comes off, bounces off. They, the, they must have never torqued down her fucking It bounces off the guardrail on the right and juts to the left and catches about 30 feet of air and ends up in the stream 60 yards away from the road. Yeah, fucked up. Yeah, I was real pissed that yeah. day. All the stuff that technology can do, and that's what we do with it. Yeah. Just watch people get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> we have this, this, this fucking monumental achievement in a computer fucking in the palm of your hand, and it, all we want to see is people get hurt. <laughs> it, it proves that humanity is still humanity. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's, it's like yeah, you can learn anything you want, and then I, I'm Googling like, Big titties. 
<laughs> World's longest you, fart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> true story. No, true story. I opened my phone today. <laughs> I opened my phone today at work to Google something, and my kids must have had my phone yesterday, and it's the first thing that pops up is world's longest fart. For, for those who are curious, it's two minutes and 47 seconds, and it was set in like 1870 or some shit. How the fuck did they record that? I don't know. Somebody's like, hold on, I hit the stopwatch. Uh, hold on, governor. I'll find out right Cut now. Cut loose so your sphincter. <laughs> they were sitting at this union camp in Gettysburg, and the guy's like, what do it, it. What if it happened here? Do oh. it. <laughs> we're going to press the record button and go. <laughs> Dearest Jeanette, the war has been terrible. <laughs> However. I'm sorry. 19, <laughs> May 11th, 1972. Jed, Jed let out a, <laughs> he let out a fort. Yeah. That lasted as long as a cannon strike. <laughs> Sergeant Jeb has let out the shrapnel from his arsehole. He's a, a guy named Paul Hunt. That's the fortnight. He farted continuously for two minutes and 42 seconds in 1972. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fuck? Don't ask me why. How do they know this shit? Don't, don't ask me Ripley's believe that's why Ripley's believe are not is a thing because humans don't focus on important things. Yeah. They're like, dude, how many slices of pizza did they eat? Huh? Tell me. This guy eats light bulbs. Who cares about taking over space and time? This guy just ate a light bulb. This guy just, cool. Yeah. Oh my god, that was funny. You had a good laugh. Right on. Well, we're getting up early, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, you boys better roll out of here. Actually, I gotta get up early too. So. Good luck tomorrow. Good luck tomorrow. Yeah, thank you guys. This will come out next. What? Next one? No, two Wednesdays. Something like that. Can't wait to post a picture of the spike I shoot tomorrow. So. Heck yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though. Anything that walks by, I need a deer. Anything that walks by? Any 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 white-tailed deer that walks by you, kill it, because I want it. Okay. Done. See you later, everybody. See you guys. <laughs>